late, everybody. We're here on Necessary Side Project. We are currently in a car, which is why this probably sounds a little different than our pristine studio quality. Hello, That's Matthew. True. I'm, hello, Joe. How are you? I'm doing very well. So we are on the road right now, and we are heading to Toronto. And we thought it would be a fun little exercise to see if we can talk to each other for the entire car ride. Approximately an hour. About, with no plan whatsoever. No plan, no. No. We have breakfast in the car, so at some point there will be breaks. Yeah, we're eating food, but you're going to get the full experience, the full Monty, if you will. What it's like to be in a car with Matt and Joe for an hour or so. Yep, so uh, set the scene for you. We're currently passing a truck <laughs> that uh, either has sod or maybe some soil in it. It's Hamilton sod. Yeah, based on the fact that it's Hamilton sod, feel free to sponsor us, uh, Hamilton sod. Yep. Uh, I'm going to go on a limb and guess it's full of sod. Probably. I hope not, so. not sure, though. I don't know what... It seems a little late in the season to be putting down sod. A text message. This is very exciting for everybody. By the way, I'm driving, so for all the police out there, he is managing the podcast technology, which is unusual because usually I handle all the technical stuff and Joe just handles, you know, the talent. But yep. uh, in this case, we're reversing that. Uh, he's handling the podcast as well as his phone. <laughs> I'm trying to not murder or kill us with this car. Um, so far, traffic's light, which I appreciate. Um, if anyone's curious, the breakfast we're having this morning. Uh, with the finest sausage and egg sa- sandwiches that A&W has to offer. Which, if I may go on a limb, Joe, mm-hmm. I Please. think is the best uh, breakfast sandwich available Honestly, at any fast food restaurant. Honestly, it's really good. I like yeah. having egg on a hamburger bun. Yeah, although now they sell it on a regular uh, tea biscuit thing, which is not as exciting. That's the I same think, as everywhere else. So I think that's for failures. That's okay. for failures for quitters. I'm going to take a big bite right now. Yeah, there you go. Mmm. Just got a text message from my wife. You guys are going to get to hear me make a phone call in the middle of this episode, <laughs> oh, Is everything all right? Yeah, just she wants to pick up something from the mailbox in Buffalo, but the package is in my name, but she's going to pick it up. So I need to call them, but my phone is ancient and does not allow me to... Call America? Well, it doesn't allow me to log in to the site to get the correct phone number because this place... There's information about this place on, like, six different websites. None of them have the correct phone number, but if you log into this specific site... Uh, this begs the question, what kind of, like, drugs are you smuggling that? It's... This place is an un- MDMA. Un- unlabeled... Just Molly. Just yeah. all Molly. We're taking another big bite of this. Uh, MDMA is Molly? Is that ecstasy? Is that the same thing? I think they're very similar. All right. I don't know if they're exactly the same. I don't know, I know Joe brought a big bag of this stuff. All I know is that if it's okay for Miley, it's okay for me. You may have heard me reach in front of the microphone and pick up my coffee. This is really going to be... If you listen to more than ten minutes of this, you must be related to us in some fashion. I personally don't pop Molly. I rock Tom Ford, but um, I may just be quoting a Jay-Z song that you probably don't know, so that that kind of ruins the joke. (laughs) I'm I'm a white man. White male. (laughs) Yeah, it's it's not They Might Be Giants. No, it isn't. Or Peter Gabriel. They might be giants. Peter Gabriel, if you're out there and you want to sponsor the podcast, <laughs> we'd, we'd love we'd love to have you. Idlewild, the record label for TMVG, or maybe uh, Real World, uh, the record label for Peter Gabriel. We'll, we'll, we'll take it. We'll take any sponsorships. We just uh, had an air conditioning van pull in front of us. Very yeah. exciting. Some kind of crane. Mm-hmm. So on... On Monday or Tuesday, when we were, or actually it was last week, we discussed doing this podcast in the car, and I thought I'd try to get some ideas for us to talk about, and at the time, the Jays were three games back, three and a half games back, 
and from the second wildcard position. The second wildcard position. So, hey, that is technically the playoffs. Yeah. So there was a, like a glimmer of hope. Yeah, that's good. So I was, yeah, I was going to say, okay, great, Joe. Maybe by the time the podcast happens, it'll be even a tighter race. It'll be some excitement. I think as of this morning, they're about six games back with 11 games to play. They just got swept by Baltimore. The official, um, I'm sorry, side project curse is almost complete. Yeah. Well, I mean, congratulations to Baltimore. It's been a long time since a team other than the Yankees and the Red Sox have won that division. So good on you, I guess. I was just hoping it would be the other bird in the the division. Didn't Tampa Bay do it a while ago? Maybe not. I don't even know. Can't fact check. We don't have the internet. I don't know. Just Tampa Bay. That's barely a team. Yeah. Tampa Bay Rays. Yeah, they used to be Devil Rays. I now they're just the Rays, and they they don't have a they don't have the Devil Ray on it anymore. It's a Sun. That's flip flopping, in my oh, opinion. Oh, that's so dumb. Yeah, I didn't know that. I, I, when, I used to, when I was a kid, I used to go to Florida a lot, and I thought the Devil Rays were the coolest team name ever. And now it's been su- supplanted by the Pelicans, unfortunately. But yeah, <laughs> so just the Rays, like Sunshine Rays. Yeah, I think so. Like, there's no it's there's just a Ray Charles picture. In yeah, it's, yeah, it's just different people named Ray Ray Rice. <laughs> Ray Rice too soon. Yeah, I don't know. That's... <laughs> To hashtag Ray Rice when I post this because it'll get a bunch of listens. Yeah, <laughs> so the worst quality podcast yeah. I've ever put out. Joe and Matt, wait, you know, wait, Ray, Ray Rice. All right, everybody, it's phone call time. I'm going to call. I might cut this out. I might not because I'm very lazy when it comes to this podcast. Right. For the record, everybody else out there, have peace of mind. You're a passenger in a car and you get on the phone and the other guy's driving. It's lame. It's lame, everyone. Hi, uh, I'm just calling. Uh, my wife uh, is hoping to have a package of mine today. Um, I, I like it's under my name. Yeah, she is. She was hoping to pick it up. Uh, she she will have a copy of my ID. Yes. Okay, great. Thanks a lot. Bye bye. If you were ever going to make a phone call that was ripe for innuendo and for me to make fun of it, that yeah. was it. My wife's going to be handling my package later today. <laughs> and I was wondering how you, how you feel about it's this. It's in my name, but she <laughs> wants to grab it. Can we have ID? Bring my ID. Not, not I'd. Don't, don't autocorrect. Is your, your T9 not working for you? No, it, well, shut up. <laughs> I have, my. I used to have a wonderful Android phone and then one day it just died. So now I have backup phone in our house, so I'm using a BlackBerry Bold 9700, which, if you load a page with more than two images on it, will crash the phone. That's good. So, you hear really... that? Tell us Rogers and Bell and Kudu and all other ones sponsor the podcast. Get Joe a phone. Official phone of yeah. the Unnecessary Side Project. Yeah, get me one of... Oh, where... Oh! oh. <laughs> yeah, bleep that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> get me one of them Apple Apple Watches or uh, iWatch. No, it's Apple Watch. Yeah, I'll wear that. Whatever. Who cares? I remember when the iPad was announced, and I was so skeptical. I'm like, yeah, right. I wish the story just ended there. Like, that was it just, just went on to, I remember when the iPad was announced. Uh, I was like, so who wants that? It's stupid. Who wants that? It's huge. Who's ever going to use that? And now laptops no longer exist, basically. So now this iWatch is coming out. I know there's other, like, smart watches out there. Wearable tech. Yeah, I have no faith this will be a success, and I'm pretty sure by like, next year I'll be wearing, like, two of them, probably. I don't know. Wow. What, what does it do? What does it do that's different from a I don't phone? know. It, you can li- if someone else has an iWatch, you can have it vibrate to the heartbeat of them. So like you can if you want to feel the heartbeat of another Apple Watch 
listener or Apple Watch Wear that you have their contact information. You can do that, and it will like vibrate to the. It's creepy. <laughs> If you want all the creepiness of physical contact without actually touching someone, yeah, <laughs> buy an iWatch. Yeah, it's uh, <laughs> I don't know. Like it, I was I was talking to my friends about it, and the you know one of them was very against it, hundred percent, as am I. The other one, who is more of a very excited for any type of tech breakthrough, uh, said if they could get it down to a price of a regular watch. And it has all of the customization, like the ability to to change like the plate around the outside and like different different bands and that kind of stuff. But it has the ability to do all of the stuff that you know you want. Maybe it would be something he would be interested in. But then in the price was it's like three forty nine, I think. Oh, it's, wow. it's so expensive. Is it a phone? And too, it needs or? to be charged. Well, it connects to your phone, uh, but you need a new iPhone for it to work. So it's a package deal, really. And it's, it's, the one thing that they were advertising is that it has NFC, near-field communication, which you can use for, like, payment stuff. So, like, you know, if you're at the gas station, you could wipe your, you could swipe your watch in front of it and you can pay for something or if, or if something. Um, but they're only setting it up so that it can work with their new Apple Pay system, which already a bunch of major uh, companies have said we're not supporting Apple Pay. For those, so, at, for those at home, I rolled my eyes very hard when he, he said... It was, we start, almost went off the road. Start talking about proprietary Apple stuff. I was like, really? Well, let's, let's make this as difficult for everyone to use as possible. The walled garden approach that Apple has been using has been very successful for them. Yeah. But, yeah, I don't know. And then there's the, the, the new iPhone Plus or whatever the, the bigger version is, and everybody's saying... Oh, it's great that it's so big. Blah, Wait, blah, can you blah. explain what this is to everybody we're passing by right now? Uh, we are passing by, uh, it's called the Heart and Stroke Big Bike, and it's a bike that appears to have probably 30 or 40 seats on it um, that I'm sure is just a pain to get started, but once you get going, you got a lot of you got a lot of pedal power, but it's, I'm assuming it's for some sort of charity bike. Yeah, if you, to, if you don't want to sponsor the podcast, go donate to Heart and Stroke. That seems like a pretty cool thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would do that. That's awesome. To be clear, they do not remove hearts and cause strokes in people. I they're trying not. they're trying to prevent that. Yeah, that's yeah. They're they're anti that. Um yeah. so anyway, go on. They're then. the ISIS of heart and stroke. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Ray Rice and ISIS come up yep. in the first ten minutes hey, of the podcast. ISIL, excuse me. ISIL, ISIL whatever. ISIL. They have some new name now. Yeah. Because they don't want to be so like they don't want media to call it the Islamic State because that's offensive because uh, they don't want it to make it seem like it's a religious war, so they have some other name now for it, which makes sense, I guess. Well, you gotta brand everything. You gotta brand this war. But then, yeah, like I'm not one to say Bill Maher is like the smartest man and should always be. You know, we should we should follow his example. But he came out and said that you can't not call ISIS Islamic. Yeah. Because it is Islamic. Like you can't pick and choose what falls into the religion or not. Like if there was a radical Christian group, they would still be Christians. Yeah, I think, like... But, like, but he probably did it in that super smarmy way, yeah, and he probably yeah. smirked at the end of it, and then, like, that... I think, like, we have, like... rules music played in the background. <laughs> yeah, that Westboro Baptist Church. Have, there are some examples, like KKK, I guess. But they're... They're... I don't know. I think the response I saw to that argument with Bill Maher... I don't want to get too deep into this, because I'll probably say something that'll get me, like, in trouble, but... I'd be headed. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh... Just that, uh, <laughs> unless you're pro, I think the point trying to make is that you know you want to get moderate people on your side, 
so whatever you can do to distance yourself from making it seem like a full out religious slash cultural war the better but yeah. I see his point too I think any belief system whether it's religious or political that leads to that much hate just needs to be eradicated but that's just me maybe I'm hating them I'm not letting them live you're, you're an extremist against extremism yeah there you go yeah, yeah. blew your minds at home yeah. But if you go back to the iPhones, they have, they have a bigger one now. They yes. have a, a, a lighter topic. They have the. It, it looks like it's a, what, a size of a, of a note. Is that yeah, what it it's, is? it's exactly the same size as the note. And now Samsung has come out with commercials because it's funny because everybody's like, oh, it's great that it's so big and blah, blah, blah. And then it, Samsung's like, when our phone came out in 2011. Oh, I got stuff on you my have face. You breakfast on your face. Mm. And I'm driving yeah, and I can see that. Thank you. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. Save that for later. Um, so, yeah, Samsung has these commercials now where it's like, when we brought out our phone, this is what the, the review sites had to say. And it's like, oh, it's like you're talking into a piece of toast. It's too big. You can't, no one would ever possibly want this. It's like, but now and now three years have passed and our competitors aren't making fun of us. They're copying us. Yeah, that's good. And, like, the iPhone Plus has nearly the identical specs of the Note that came out in 2011. Wow. So there's a bunch of stuff that the Galaxy Note has now that the iPhone Plus does not have, but that's sort of like... It seems like in the Android market, it's all about new functionality and constantly having new functionality, whereas Apple seems to hold back and has always sort of held back, and it's we're going to bring out the functionality when it's gotten to a point where it's going to be user-friendly. Yeah. I've, which is yeah. smart. Like, it's not doing it first, it's doing it best. So, I don't know. It's... I don't... Like, I'm... I feel like when you start talking about the... What's, you know, technology and what's better and, oh, I, I, I prefer... I'm an Apple fanboy or I'm an Android. Like, it's it's everybody just wanking each other off. So, I don't really want to talk about it too much. But, yeah, like, it's... it's it was sort of Tim Cook's big, like, I think, because I think he had one uh, conference, Apple Developers Conference, or whatever it was, after Steve Jobs passing, but they were, it was sort of like people were still in the mindset of, like, a Steve Jobs Apple. This was sort of Tim Cook's big, like, coming out, I guess, like, so yeah. I don't know. It, 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 there are pros and cons, who knows, they sold a ton, so I think that's all that matters, really. So. Yeah, there's always someone who wants the newest thing, I guess. I know that yeah. that analogy, or that uh, depiction of um, the Android phones being first to market with with uh, different services or different features, and Apple wanting it more perfected is definitely true. Yeah. But I also find things are kind of pointless, like thumbprint scanning to get into your phone, pointless. Like, it's cool. That but, was, like... like already hacked before it even yeah. made it to market. And then, uh, heart rate monitor, cool, but, like, on my iPhone, which is, I have an older iPhone, like, I'm not, I don't really care, I run my phone until it dies, and then I buy another one, like, I don't go out and buy another one all the time. But, like, you can use your thumb, you can use your finger on the camera, and it, the, the flash comes on, and it, like, reads, somehow reads your pulse. I, mean, I have no, no idea how this does this, but it's actually pretty accurate, so, like, some of the features I find... It's pretty points. accurate. How, how are you saying it's pretty accurate? So, you... You I took at your, the gym. At the gym, I'll do it. Yeah, yeah, 100%. You, you took your phone to a doctor's office. Oh, yeah, well, a doctor's office. No, no, no. no. no I'll be in the gym, and I'll, I'll actually be on, like, an elliptical or something, because I'm a cardio bunny. Yeah. And I will check, because I'm curious to see if it was real, and it's pretty real. Like, every once in a while, you get a random rate that says you're dead or something, but most of the time, it's pretty good. Uh, rest in peace. But the... Imagine if that was correct, and you're actually dead, yeah. and this is heaven. You're this in a car heaven. with me, going to Toronto. Yeah, the heaven is how I describe yep. this. Yep. Oh, uh, wonderful. Uh, so... 
the features that everyone wants, I would say, unanimously, maybe not unanimously, but no, somewhat <laughs> universally. Stand by it. You know, uh, one, we're not using hyperbole for effect. This is, this is all correct. Yeah, I, 100% well, of people yeah. want. Uh, waterproof. Yeah. Right? That's gotta be one, which I know that the new Samsung ones have, like, different levels of water resistance. Yeah. Uh, I, the, I, I have not tested, well, I don't have one. I have not, like, in the commercials, they just, like, the guy's brushing his teeth, and then he sees that it's dirty, and he just puts it under the, the tap and washes it off. If you can do that, that's yeah, incredible. Yeah. You know how many phones I've lost just dropping it into things? Yeah. I, I had one that fall in, fell into a pool, one that fell into a toilet. That's you know, gross. Yeah, well, it was pretty gross. I never dropped mine in a toilet, but I think it's one of those statistical inevitabilities where you're hanging around the toilet so much with your phone. It's only a matter of time for it happens. Yeah, I'm always hanging around bathrooms. <laughs> And then uh, the other one would be, like, screen durability, because everyone breaks their screen. Yeah. Oh, I, touch wood, I never have, but everyone's screen I've seen is busted. And then, like, you don't want to get rid of, a, like, a $500 phone if it's still working, just the screen's busted. Yeah. So you have this embarrassing crack, and so that's another thing, is, like, don't let screens break. My wife's phone had dropped so many times that, like, chunks of the glass were coming out of it. Yeah. Um, but one of her coworkers had a the same phone she did, which was no longer working. And he's like, if you just want the screen, you can do that. So he let her take the thing, and I removed the screen from her phone, put it on the other phone, and removed the Sweet. good screen, put it on hers, so now it's like a brand new phone. Sweet. And she got a case now, so that when she drops it, it doesn't shatter the screen. So that's... Yeah, I've heard those, like, those otter boxes and those big big cases. Yeah. My best case is this rubbery one that came with my phone, and it would actually make the phone bounce when I dropped it. It was amazing. Neat. So I dropped it off, like, about, like, a porch of my cottage on a concrete driveway. As long as it doesn't land, like... Dead center on the screen on a rock, it pretty much bounces. Yeah. I rock. Right back to ISIS again. Hey! Um, what was really cool is like bendable phones. Like, I've seen uh, they're talking about these screens that are bendable. I mean, I realize we're not there yet, but I don't really neat. care for that. I don't know, whatever. I guess maybe if it's like you have a small pocket, you can shove it in your pocket and it'll like contour yeah. to your body. Like, when was the last time you had your phone in your back pocket? Like, never, because it's the least comfortable thing in the world. <laughs> Girls are always doing that, putting their know. phone in their back pockets, and you sit. I think they're because their pants are too tight to fit a phone in the front. I guess. Can figure. Or they're like still well, they sewn don't have shut. front pockets. Yeah. Yeah, it's like grease. They just get sewn into their pants. So we're currently going over the Burlington Skyway, leaving beautiful Hamilton, Ontario, into Burlington, Ontario, and whoa! whoa. Sorry, but the brakes a little hard there. Yeah, that's all right. Um, <laughs> and we're about to go underneath the uh, overhang or whatever the hell you call it—the giant metal structure that month ago or a few months ago a truck ran into and screwed up driving for like months at a time it's still still under construction but you can at least go over the bridge now so that's good so how are we are we kind of like said, everyone who listens to this podcast which knows who we are but regardless yes. i'll still be sort of vague about my job i yeah. give presentations for a living my job and i talk about driving over how close where we live in the niagara region is to the gta which we are toronto area for those of you outside of Southern Ontario, the hundreds of you. The um, giant tuberculosis yeah. animal. And the best joke our city. The best joke I landed was how we're only 45 minutes away from where I was presenting, unless someone decides to drive a dump truck into the bridge. <laughs> and the place was laughing pretty hard, so I was pretty proud of myself. And for anyone who's there who doesn't agree they're laughing hard, don't fact check this podcast. Do not. <laughs> Look, let me live in my illusion. Let, yeah, let us live in our little fantasy world. Yeah. But, uh, so the way the bridge looks, it's like, um, has like a metal overpass on the top of it, and I guess the guy was drunk, 
and had the dump truck with the bed up for some reason. Yep. Which seems just really dangerous anyway. But. People were like driving up beside him and like getting in front of him to try and get him to stop because they knew what was going to happen and he just would not stop. Yeah. Some like how and how can you be a drunk midday and driving a truck? Yeah, it was like noon. Yeah. And not feel the difference in driving with yeah. your the, the, the back of your truck up like I can, I can assume I have never driven a truck but like the weight distribution of the truck is yeah. severely different when it is up oh, yeah. opposed to down I assume so so it's like oh man this is handling really weird today I better finish my beer like there's no alarms like if I drive in the street with my my tailgate open this car will like pretty much self-destruct and, and like alarms and whistles but you're driving a dump truck <laughs> with the back open and that's just fine well QEW is moving slowly beyond Walker's line oh let's take a three hour podcast a minute hey <laughs> they call it Walker's line because we're going to be walking they're crawling I don't know shut up shut up Joe still hash browns want a hash brown oh I, I've still got mine I've got mine tucked in the, the, the sorry everyone sorry sorry hash browns gotta get eaten too mm. Oh, they've taken down, they've taken down the sign for the bay, and it is now Hudson's Bay. Do you know that they're rebranding all of the bays as just Hudson Hudson's Bay? Oh, they're trying to uh, make it a little more glamorous, bring a little bit of the uh, the chic nature of the Hudson's Bay Company back into the bay. It's uh, and they just rebrand like a year or two ago. Um, sort of, yeah, because like they were bought out by that American company. Uh, sort of went back to calling themselves Hudson's Bay Company, and I think that's part of the reason they changed the name of the bay, is just mm-hmm. to, they're trying to be a little more high-end. Well, I think every the, the same company that owns them owns, like, Lord & Taylor in the States or something, I don't know. But every Canadian brand, every iconic Canadian brand is owned by a U.S. company. Yeah. You have Why not? Tim Hortons, Roots, Bay... Hey, Burger King's Canadian now. That's exciting. Wait, Burger King's Canadian? Because they bought Tim Hortons. What does it make them Canadian? They mo- they're moving their headquarters to Canada. Oh, oh, okay, there you go. Well, there you go. We got Burger King now, people. Woo! We're going to be eating Whoppers 24-7 up here in the beautiful land of the north. Have you ever had a Big King? Just like a Big Mac? Burger yes, King? I have. Is it good? It's pretty good. It's the same as a Big Mac, pretty much? Pretty much, yeah. The uh, the spicy Whopper that came over, like the Inferno Whopper or something, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was really good. It was very spicy. Lots of lots of jalapeno just like laying on the burger. It was good. Hey, we can take the, the carpool lane. Hey! Suck it, GTA. We've got two people. Three million people listening to this. <laughs> that that brings the total yeah. uh, passenger count of this car to three million and two. Just stuff your jacket with the wrappers from EW and put it in the back seat so it looks like we have a third person and yeah. we're good to go. Wasn't there a guy that put like a dummy yeah. in the front of his car? <laughs> he so got he caught, could, yeah, 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 and he got caught. That's gotta be embarrassing. Maybe it was a real doll, who knows? I wonder, like, do you get, do you just get a ticket for driving in the wrong lane for that, or do you get some kind of fraud ticket as well? I have no idea. actively trying. Well, you can just say, no, man, I just like this dummy, like, it's my friend. Yeah, no English. Yeah, no English. <laughs> <laughs> my favorite part of, well, one of my favorite parts of 40-Year-Old Virgin is when they're all sitting around talking, and a lady, the, one of the female characters is just like, hey, hey, so over here, he's like, no hablas English, lady, <laughs> just walks away. That was a funny movie. Yep. Uh, boy. So, what do you want to talk about? 
What's new? Talk about life? the Bills and Dolphins in the weekend. Hey, yeah, that worked out well for me because you texted me like ten minutes before the game started. And said you want to put a beer on this game, yep. and I said yes. And then the Bills promptly kicked field goals to victory. <laughs> yep. I also bet a six pack against uh, our friend John. Yeah. Who was like our only podcast listener? So shout out to John. Hey John. You will get your was it Cronenberg block you wanted some weird Cronenberg like no, the I'm director? Sure. No, maybe maybe yeah, that doesn't sound right. <laughs> some, you're getting existence yeah, on yeah. Blu-ray. Some I forget what it is now, but whoever's up there talking about, but some weird beer. Good for him because he had said to go high end. He went high end. That's good. But yeah. I owe it to him still. Yep, the Dolphins were had beat the Patriots. Yes. We're tied for the lead of the division and are officially have, have had their one win of the season and they're done. That's hey, over. All right. Well, honestly, the it's great that the Bills won, but the fact that they are so bad in the red zone, you should not ever kick five field goals in a game. Yeah. Like, that's just... Yeah, I love seeing Dan Carpenter, that Jesus-looking man, get out there and kick field... We missed a field goal. Yeah. Like... We could have had six field goals that game. And, man, it's the podcast is going to be much nicer quality now that we are coming to a crawl. Yeah, that's good. Until we, until we both get just filled with rage. Yeah, but, yeah, it's uh, I mean, there's obviously things that still need to be addressed, but that was a big game for Sammy Watkins, the, the rookie wide receiver that the Bills picked up in the draft. Uh, he was playing great. He got a touchdown. The... the well, there were two touchdowns in the game. One was C.J. Spiller on a return, which was incredible, 102-yard return. And then Sammy Watkins with a very controversial uh, touchdown, whether he had control of the ball or not going out of bounds, but it was awarded to him. Um, But, hey, he had a bunch of receptions, which was great. The Bills are looking better than they did in years past. E.J. Manuel is looking like a more competent quarterback. Their offensive line is keeping him from being sacked immediately, so he actually has some time in the pocket. So, yeah, it's uh, things are looking good, but I don't want this to turn into a Buffalo Bills no, podcast. No, that's fine, but, like, the um, division's just terrible this year. So, yeah. like... If it's anybody's... It's pretty much anybody's game this year. Like, yeah, the Patriots they, are obviously the Patriots. They still are yeah. odds-on favorites to win the division, but... Yeah. The Dolphins are going to, like, well, they had their one win. The Jets are terrible. They yeah. once, once again called the timeout as they were scoring a game-winning <laughs> touchdown. It's incredible. <laughs> Second time in two years. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah, it's just like, oh, man. So I, I think, actually, Miami's playing Kansas City next week, so they may have a, a chance. Uh, oh, yeah, just for the record here, I'm a Miami fan. I guess we didn't really clarify that. But That's yeah. all right. But uh, they're playing Kansas City, so they actually have a shot to go 2-1 and, and, and maybe come back a little bit. But I think... Buffalo's got a chance to the wild card because they play so many divisional games. Yeah. As long as they don't split them all, like, as long as they can sort of keep their foot on the throat of the Jets and Dolphins, it should be fine. Yeah, we'll yeah, no, it's a, it's, it's, it's a very exciting year for sure, especially with all of the shakeups uh, with the team itself, with Ralph Wilson passing. Um, but, you know, new ownership, that there's it's still the final step in getting them as owners, uh, the Pagula family, which also owns the Buffalo Sabres, the NHL team. Uh, but, like, it needs to be approved by all of the owners, but I guess the NFL panel or whatever approved the sale and the trust that owned the team from the Wilson family approved the sale. So for all intents and purposes, they are the new owners of the team. It's a lot of excitement around that. Before the, They aren't living on a prayer, you might say. Ex- hey, yeah, exactly. <laughs> bon Jovi did not get the team. The team does not look like it will move to Toronto, which is incredible. So 
like, there was a lot of stuff stacked against the Dolphins in that game because, A, ownership, new ownership, the team was coming off a big win against uh, Chicago the week before, which no one thought that the team would win. Uh, and then before the game, they bring out Jim Kelly and honor him and put up a sign for Ralph Wilson in the, well, Ralph Wilson in the stadium. Like, the place was packed. It was just... If, if the Bills didn't win that game, it yeah. would have been a heartbreaker. And but. Dolphins offensive line forgot how to play football, which didn't yes. help. Yeah. Uh, when, I, when I turned it on, because I was mowing my lawn at the same time, they had three sacks, I think, in the first quarter. And I was like, oh, that's good. That's a great way to get the – at least first half. Maybe in the first quarter, first yeah. half. They, I watched two receivers just drop drop passes, like just flat-out drop them, which I guess you could argue is part of the pressure and like the noise of the stadium. But yeah. at the end of the day, when – your quarterback has, doesn't have enough time to ever sit in the pocket, and when he does get the few passes he can't get through, and to, and to break your hands and you drop them, that game's gonna go badly. So I turned it on. It was like at that point it was only six, not, it was six nothing. I was like or nine nothing. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? This game's already over. You can just tell. The I, so I came back beginning of the second half to see if the Eastman's after the half they yeah it, they get, get, get restarted and they did not at all. I was like, well, I'm done. And I went back outside to finish moving the line. Normally, like, when I'm watching a Bills game. They could be up by 14, and I'm still thinking they're going to lose this game. Yeah. Somehow, some way, they're just going to, like, second half or last quarter, it's just going to fall apart. But, yeah, just even though they were having so much trouble in the red zone, uh, just I the, from pretty much the first snap, it went, once, you know, the Miami got a touchdown, and then the kickoff return, C.J. Spiller yeah. ran it back for a touchdown. Like, any momentum that Miami had yeah. was killed 15 seconds later yeah. I thought okay yeah I think they've got this game in hand and yeah they, they ended up winning and it was great it was a great it, it set the tone for my Sunday I had a good Sunday yeah I, I enjoyed my, my, my lawn which was nice yeah but uh yeah you got you, you've got sod at your house now I do yeah you, it's been about a month so I had the mower for the first time your dirt garden is now covered in beautiful Kentucky blue yeah I don't uh, know if it's Kentucky it actually is. Is I, it? I actually Googled what kind of grass they use for sod in southern Ontario so I could buy the right seed. So I bought seed, 100% Kentucky Blue. So when I was filling in some of the gaps that the sod had left, this is really interesting for everyone at home, but if you ever want to learn about sod, I know all you need to know. Give me a call. Yeah, call us up at 1-800-SOD-BROS. It's the second sod reference in the same podcast. Hamilton Sod, sponsor this podcast. Yeah. Every, they actually, no joke, they actually did my sod. That's the funniest part. But anyway, well, I don't, it's, if it's you're funny, not... But, calling us right now demanding to be a sponsor for this podcast then I don't know what more we can do for you we have given you so many shout outs in this goddamn yeah. podcast speaking of speaking of podcasts so listen, usually I listen to the Joe Rogan experience uh, when I'm doing stuff in the backyard yeah but I decided to switch it up and I started downloading um, Dan Carlin uh, Hardcore History they are amazing yeah, yeah I've like, I'm a, I studied history in university I've always been interested in it but it is so it's accessible from what I understand if you're not interested in it, you're doomed to repeat it. There you go. It's it's really accessible for someone who isn't interested in a particular topic. Right now, it's on like part four of the World War, World War One. And I know like the kind you of can't like, cover that in one yeah, yeah. one podcast. But it's so amazing. Like, he's such a good. They uh, have a whole research team. I don't know. That's a. I wish I ten years ago had thought of that and made a history based podcast, and as opposed to. Ten years later, when everyone and their brother has a podcast, sitting in a car with you, yeah, <laughs> just just pumping out garbage week after week, and it's been it's been two weeks since we put yeah, out one. Yeah, so yeah. I mean, not even a good schedule. Yeah, no, it's really it's a solid podcast. So anyone that likes history at all, go check out Dan Carlin, Hardcore yeah. History. Um, 
podcast do you listen to? What inspired you to make this podcast, Joe? Um, I listen to a lot of comedy podcasts. I listen to uh, a lot less than I used to, um, but sort of my go-tos are Comedy Bang Bang, which is hosted by Scott Ackerman. Uh, he was a writer and cast member on Mr. Show, so um, Better Call Saul, um, Bob Odenkirk, he yeah. and David Cross, who is Tobias Funke yeah, on Arrested yeah. Development. They had a show on HBO in the 90s uh, called Mr. Show Sketch Show, which is hilarious if no one has seen it. Uh, that was pretty much like the definition of alternative comedy in the 90s, that show. Uh, and it's great. Scott Ackerman was one of the writers. He was he appeared in a couple episodes. He has a podcast called... It was originally called Comedy Death Ray. Now it's called Comedy Bang Bang. He's got a TV show on IFC as well. Uh, but it is hilarious every week. It's, uh, it's He has guests, and sometimes the guests are celebrities, and then usually a comedian coming to play a character, which ends up being just some crazy person. It's, it's very funny. Uh, I used to listen to the Nerdist podcast a lot. I don't listen to it as much anymore. What is the Nerdist I, podcast? I know it's, a, it's one of the top podcasts. I always see it. Yeah, no, never it's, actually downloaded it's it. really... It's, it's a good podcast. It's just... Uh, I don't know. I, 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 I sort of was off podcasts for a while, and I'm just getting back into them now. Um, Chris Hardwick, who <laughs> used to be the host of Singled Out on MTV, but he's done a ton of stuff since then. But that was yeah. sort of like... Um, he, had a, he had a bit part in... Terminator 3 as a doctor but he he hosts it with his friends Jonah Ray and Matt Myra and sort of the three of them have very good chemistry together and then they have guests on and they do interviews and it's just uh, they have a very conversational kind of style so usually when they have people on uh, celebrities on you they get very comfortable very quickly, and he's a very good interviewer. It's 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 not he's not sort of your conventional interviewer, but he's able to get a lot of information out of people, and it's it's quite good. He now has uh, Chris Hardwick has a show on Comedy Central called At Midnight. Uh, you might a lot of time that it's like a TV show where I don't know. I've seen a couple episodes. It's, it's like a game show where you, they, they give you a topic and you have to like write funny jokes as responses to the question. Right. But anyways. Podcast is good. So, like, like the title Nerdist, I for some reason assumed it was like a like technology sort of yeah. Like so he book. he he also was on Attack of the Show, which was a G four TV show. Now G four oh, yeah, okay. doesn't exist, but he he used to do like their tech uh, panel where he would talk about new technology. But he he's a self described nerd uh, and goes by. I think it's it's supposed to be like you know like if, if you're a man of the people you describe yourself as a populist or uh, something yeah. so he describes himself as a nerdist so he's uh, he's for nerd culture but yeah like his his YouTube channel is great uh, his podcast is great he's got a ton of he has his own podcast network and there's a lot of really funny podcasts on there uh, Todd Glass who's a really funny comedian has a podcast on Nerdist and uh, Jonah Ray and Matt Myra who are the other two hosts on Nerdist have their own podcasts on there it's yeah they're they're all great but uh. That's. I used to listen to the Jay and Dan podcast a lot. Um, they used to be on TSN here in Canada, and now they're on Fox Sports One. Uh, but yeah, I just I I having a baby in the car when you're driving. I don't want to have too much profanity, so a lot of those podcasts have a lot of profanity in them. The Jay and Dan, I think they bleep it out now, but still, um, just trying to keep my child from dropping f bombs at the age of two. So yeah, yeah, yeah. 
but yeah, I've got a half an hour commute every morning there and back, so usually an hour-long podcast I can listen to in a day, and yeah, it's, yeah. it's quite nice. Yeah, but it, it's, we're definitely on the tail end of this trend. Of this trend, yeah. Well, not necessarily the tail end, but like, everybody knows what a podcast is, and a lot of them have been established for years, so we're kind of, we're the new kids on the block. I think we're... I'm Donnie Wahlberg. <laughs> Oh, there's a Wahlburger in Toronto we're going to. We can go there at some point, too. Wahlburger? You know, you know what a Wahlburger is? No. One of the one of the Wahlbergs, the other brother, there's Donnie, there's Mark, Marky Mark. Yes. There's a third one. He's opened a chain of burger restaurants, and they have a reality TV show called Wahlburger. Oh, my God. And there's a Wahlburger opening up in Toronto. I think I was under construction last time I was here. That's exciting. Uh, yeah, I don't know why we would go there, but... It, no. Let's see if I sponsor the podcast. Hey. Some burgers, but... Um, but just saying, we're going to this. We're, we're going to this city where this restaurant's located. So we could. That's. Do that. I think that's the only landmark in Toronto. Yeah, yeah, the that's I can think of. Soon to be constructed Wahlburger. Hey, we're, we're in Mississauga. About, we're excited about Chipotle this afternoon. Oh my god, yeah. I am so excited for Chipotle. That, every time I go to Toronto, I make it a, a point to go there. Yeah, dear, it. dear Niagara Regional uh, Business Council, or whatever the name of the council is. Someone should buy a Chipotle. Joe and I will single-handedly put your children through college. If yeah. You Every day I will go there. there. Um, I think the trend of podcasts, I think when we're, we started this, uh, clearly it's just a, as the title suggests, it's something for us to shoot, shoot the stuff, I don't want to swear, so just to joke around. <laughs> yeah, please leave only one bleep for me yeah, to fix yeah. because I will miss the others. Play with technology, like joke around, maybe work on our like public speaking or whatever I don't know just for, just for whatever for our own interest but I think we happen to be entering podcasts when I think I don't think the trend is over I think it's it's a tipping point now where it's stronger than ever yeah no I think things like Opie and Anthony because of what happened with Anthony and then I think Howard Stern if he continues after his next contract up although he just has so much fun who knows I think now like as opposed to giving Dan and Jay a show are, uh, on satellite radio. They have a podcast, right? I think it's it's. Yeah. I think satellite radio is less relevant, and now they have cars. The new line of, of Chevy cars has Wi-Fi hotspots in the car built in. Yeah. With like whatever is LTE service, so you can just download podcasts automatically in your car. I think the idea of having a subscription and having to listen to it when when they tell me it's on is going to be over now. Just like everything else, every other kind of medium. I think this is going to change. I think so. Nothing to do with us, but I think that's that. I think that's the point where we're in, where it's going to take over. I think. Yeah, no, I think so. Yeah, it's 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 uh, being on the internet and the low cost to put it, you know, to get it started has allowed for a lot of diversification and a lot of personalization. So, like, if you if you like something really niche or niche or however you say it. Chances are there's a podcast you can download, and like maybe you're the only person who listens to it. But because it's so cheap and easy to make, it yeah. doesn't really matter. Like it, it's. Uh, I do a podcast called Fighter and the Kid, and it's a, a heavyweight fighter in the UFC and a comedian, and it's absolutely hilarious. And they have a pretty good following because I guess it's pretty big. But like that's a pretty niche interest. I would like to listen to a, a funny heavyweight fighter and a comedian yeah. talk about random things. Who's the comedian on that? Uh, Brian Callen. Yeah, yeah he's fine. From Mad TV. Uh, he was the yeah, one in that, that, that yeah. YouTube video with him and Joe Rogan out hunting. Yeah, that's he's, him, yeah. he's talking about taking a dog yeah, in his backyard. Him. Yeah, he's okay. so funny. Yeah, he was on Mad TV. I thought he's hilarious. Yeah. Um, but I heard he made HBO for Game of Thrones next season. They might just offer it subscription free to people, or 
if you buy the, if you have the HBO Go app, but you don't even subscribe to the channel for your home television, you can still download episodes and you can buy them. Yeah. So even like cable channels are offering direct person or direct to people well, con- person content. I think I think it's content. sort of a an outlier case for Game of Thrones because of the rampant piracy yeah. of that. So it would be stupid. Because the problem with HBO Go right now, which I don't think it is in Canada, but at least in the States, um, it's an app that you can use to on-demand download and stream HBO Yeah, I have it. No, I, well, you used to have it when I had HBO, yeah. No, but you need, you need an HBO subscription yeah, to get yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. So there was no easy way to get Game of Thrones uh, legally without having to pay the exorbitant amounts for cable with HBO yeah. and then get it up with HBO Go. By offering just HBO Go without the subscription, there is an easy, reliable channel where you're not going to get a letter in the mail with a DMCA complaint saying, "Hey, stop downloading these things." Yeah. So, like that—that's the—that's the benefit of Netflix and that kind of stuff. It's like, yeah, it's you are paying a small amount uh, compared to, you know, uh, cable or whatever, but it's just—it's so much easier and can, more convenient than going through sites filled with porn pop-ups and yeah. like maybe you download the file it's corrupted or it's got a trojan on it or like it's not the it's not the movie you wanted and someone just retitled it and something so yeah. it's just like the convenience outweighs the small fee and i it, it's strange that it's taken so long for you know studios and, and, and television channels to get on board with that like hbo should have done that after season one of, of game of thrones yeah because it was just it was such a hit. It was just it was. I think every season it's been the most pirated show. Yeah, that's why I heard that too. I don't know how they track that, but because they know everyone's pirating it, why don't they just arrest them? But don't arrest me because I do it. <laughs> no, you get it legally. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, one hundred percent. Yep. Thank you for your patronage. Tune in next week for part two.